Oh, hi, boys. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Kev's alive. He lives. It's yep. alive. Barely. But you're here, bro. Dodged it again. <laughs> I mean, the good part about you being all like, you know, fucked up and everything is that you're in Studio M. Yeah. Yeah, I am in Studio M. That's true. I am alive and kicking. Reports about my demise were greatly exaggerated, <laughs> although not that greatly. I did. Uh, I, uh, I did get to talk about you in the last episode, and I specifically mentioned that uh, at least it was good picking you up at the airport. And then it just really yep, that's it. steadily. And then from there, it just went downhill. I, and I really thought the, you know, seeing you that day, the big topic of conversation was the person driving the wrong way on the highway. Yeah, which was really hysterical which, because. When we were both having a laugh about that, oh, that'll be the worst thing that happens. <laughs> nope. Wrong. Hard cut two weeks later in yeah. the hospital. Yeah. I, I will say people, um, because you're such a, uh, you know, you're such a social media. Uh, you see, don't hit the Sorry, microphone arm. Broccoli. Yeah. Too much water. Um, people, you know, you're such a social butterfly. Yes. On the Twitters, on the Facebook. People yes. are, were checking in with me to see how you were doing. Yeah, and it's it's right that they do that because <laughs> because I'm not I'm not the social media darling that uh, you may believe that I am. If you do believe that, you're not paying attention to anything that I do. Not so much. So, just to give a quick recap, um yeah, so I decided to surprise everybody except Nick uh and the people who I'm staying with. No, I was surprised for like a good Eight hours maybe prior to, like right as you were. No, probably well, I well I contacted you before that and said, "Hey, I'm going to come in. I'm going to need a ride. Are you available?" I pretty much. I feel like you were text me as you were boarding the plane, though. Did I text you? <laughs> well, that may have been what it felt like because you know it is a ten and a half hour flight. Yeah. So it may have felt that way, um, and decided that I was going to pop in. I had some points; they're going to expire. Some shit. I decided to use them to pop in mm-hmm. and surprise. Everybody, yeah. you know, all of my friends and everybody who live here, you know, who I, I live in Hawaii. I, you know, I didn't have any plans for, for Christmas or anything, or Christmas Eve for that matter. Uh, so I decided that, you know, I'm going to use these points. I'm going to hop on a plane. I'm going to come home. I'm going to talk to my friends, uh, Rachel and Andrew, and mm-hmm. see if I can stay with them for a couple of days just till Monday. Everything fell into place. Yeah, it really did because I was strapped because Sandwich, mm-hmm. who is normally when I'm in town, is my chauffeur. Yep, I was going to say Uber, uh, but yeah. was not was not available. Yep. Um, so I wasn't able to get him, and and that kind of made me sad. And Nick will recall the first thing that I said to him when I got in the car, and when Nick picked me up at the airport, the first thing I said to him was, "All right, now how are we going to get Sandwich? Because Sandwich <laughs> has no idea that I'm here." We didn't even leave the JFK arrival area no by the time you hit that i don't think we really even pulled off the curve nope before you it was literally the first thing how's it going good how are we going to get sandwich that's literally that's how <laughs> yeah, the conversation yeah, that's went. pretty much how it went and he's like oh, i don't know i gotta figure it out and so i was like yeah all right we'll figure it out um you know because i wanted to get him that day but sandwich was off with his family and and all that and yeah. which is why he couldn't come get me to begin with and so thankfully the, the last, literally the last thing to fall into place was Nick coming to get me uh-huh. because I had no way from getting from JFK <laughs> to where Rachel and Andrew live. Yeah. And so 
if Nick wasn't available, I probably would have bailed on that whole trip. The time and the time worked out well for me because it was super early. I'm a yeah, morning super guy. Super early. It was six fifteen or something. Six thirty right? the 630? latest. I think that's when you're supposed to arrive. Yeah, and you were yeah. already waiting for me. Yeah. Uh, and I said the again the highlight you had to wait what thirty seconds outside. I don't even think it was that long. No. Yeah. No, I think I literally walked out the door and you were like pulling up. So it was yeah, perfect. It'll never, that'll never get better than that. No, and it was really like, and it was, and it was Christmas Day. Yeah, I should say that's no traffic for me to no, get no get no traffic from, from my area. And so I went and, uh, and Nick and we went to Starbucks, and we had a lovely breakfast. It was magical. And then uh, I went off to hey, uh, Andrew, uh, my friend Rachel and Andrew's house, mm-hmm. and and woke up them, borrowed their car, went off to visit someone. Um, and, uh, which by uh, the way, and it's worth noting at this point, you know, when I saw you, you were fine. Totally fine. No yeah. issues whatsoever. Totally fine. Uh, and then, um, uh, uh, and then once I had visited with that friend, I went back to my friend, Rachel and Andrews, where I was staying to go to Andrew's family for dinner. Yes. Italian family dinner on Christmas. I know how that so is. So you can only imagine. Yes. Right. And so I think I, that's easy. For I was very imagine. excited and I was still Fine. This mm-hmm. is maybe one thirty in the afternoon. I'm still totally fine. Yeah. By three o'clock, I had an enormous headache. Right now, I don't want to get into the details of no. what what yeah. was specifically wrong with me, but I will say that we don't have an upchuck uh, uh, warning. So no, there wasn't. No, there was no. There was none of that. I meant for now. I'm in a siren. Right. Yeah. There was none of that. I'm not going to get into details of what what was slash is wrong with me. Uh, I'm not going to get into the details, except to say that by three o'clock on Christmas Day, I was very sick yes. and ignoring it. And <laughs> I continued to ignore it the next day when I actually did surprise sandwich. Yes. Which, which that video was fantastic. Did we post that anywhere? We did not. Post okay, it. we should really because you were that. you were in the hospital. It wasn't well, a matter. True. It wasn't yeah. a matter of like. She, hey, you know, we, we should post this while he's in the hospital because <laughs> this could yeah. be it. <laughs> so, um, and uh, yeah, and so the next day I wasn't feeling. I was clearly sick and I wasn't feeling well. Um, but I decided that I had to get. I uh, had to get sandwich anyway. Mm-hmm. I had to get him. I flew six thousand miles. There's no way I'm not getting him. I just, I just want to say, his whole thing was, "Hey, go get something." Yeah, my, I literally my- asked him. I said, "Listen, I need you. It's very important. It's the day after Christmas. It's very important. I need you to go to Rachel and Andrew's house, which, which he knows because he's been and he's met them and all that." Mm-hmm. And I said, "I need you to go there and pick something up. It's really important." And he goes, oh, yeah, okay, I'll go, you know. It all hinged on me saying yes. If I said no. Yeah, have- or if I had to go, or if he had to go later or something like that, who knows how this story <laughs> would have gone. But he, but no, because, you know, because Sandwich is a, is, a, is a good man, a man of his word. It's true. And he, and he went and he arrived when he said he would and so on and so forth. And I got him. We'll post the video uh, so that people can see yeah. how, uh, you know, I got him. And... Uh, and then, so Sandwich and I then decide to go out, you know, uh, you know, I, again, totally sick. I was so, I probably had 103 fever at that point. Mm-hmm. I was shaking, like, the majority of the time. I was physically shaking. And even Sandwich was like, yeah, you, you sure you want to, like, go out? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's good. And uh, so, so we went out. And we should say that Rocky is running around with a cone on his neck. Yeah, we'll go into that medical disaster uh, as soon as you're done. With One your medical medical disaster yeah, after another. Time. Well, I'll, I'll shorten mine by Bye. saying that uh, 
that sandwich and I went out and, you know, we, we hung out for a bit. We went over to retailer X's place for a little yes. while. And then we, uh, you know, we did some other things. And, and then I went home and the next day I kind of took it easy. But later in the afternoon, I went out with uh, my special friend yes. to Starbucks and <laughs> I passed out. I, I all but passed out okay. in the Starbucks and she called the ambulance. I ended up in hospital number one, which I will not mention the name of. And hospital number one wrote me off as stomach flu. Mm-hmm. They, they said that I needed two bags of fluid um, after the first bet, this was late. This was in the evening. I'm surprised they just didn't give you Gatorade and crackers. Well, compared, we, cause obviously I mean, you're it, only telling part of the story. Yeah, obviously. So. Well, I, I, I'm giving you the, 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 the most I feel comfortable giving after the first bag that of the fluid, lawyers are going to let you say. Yeah. After the first bag of fluid ran in, right. I was due for a second bag. They said, well, we're going to send you home. Make sure you drink lots of liquids, take your Tylenol and, you know, make sure, you know, you need to eat like rice and toast and all these other things. And I was like, uh, aren't I supposed to get the second bag? And they're like, yeah, but the, but we're going to send you home because this part of the ER is closing. And the nurse pointed to where the exit was and said, there's the exit <laughs> right over me, there. I literally <laughs> had a bracelet on my wrist that said fall risk. And she told me to walk to the exit. Nice. And my friend, uh, my friends, Rachel and Andrew were there to pick me up oh, and okay. said that I walked into a wall on my way to walking to the car. Do you even remember that? No, at all? I don't oh. remember that at oh, all. Okay. So um, I then <laughs> I then followed their instructions and proceeded to get sicker. You know, I started really going downhill. And in fact, on Christmas Eve, I was so bad that I Eve? said to my friend, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, sorry, New Year's Eve. I was so bad. That I told my friend Rachel, I said, I need to go to a real hospital, you know, and not this fake one that I had already been at once. Yeah. I need to go to a real hospital. He actual medical help. Yeah. And I went. And within an hour and a half, I had a diagnosis. And I had, this is not an exaggeration. Just not a sandwich. Uh, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had four specialists, like really big time specialists who were coming to me saying, you are in a lot of trouble. Like you are really in a lot of trouble. And I, you know, again, I don't want to go into the details, but suffice it to say, I was in the hospital for 10 days. Um, I did push them to leave. And you were only supposed to be here for five or six. I was supposed to be here. uh, I was, I, I landed on Christmas day at Christmas day, uh, which was what a Wednesday or uh, Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, something like that. Right. I was supposed to leave that Monday. (laughs) <laughs> like, here we are I didn't even I didn't even get into the hospital until after that the real hospital and then I was in the hospital for 10 days Will says that's what happens when you go to a Fisher Price hospital yeah well I think a Fisher Price hospital might have been more professional than the one I was at yes Will. and, and the, the one that you did go to which the one where we yes. visited you first time at that hospital which was very nice yeah I, I obviously don't want to go into details right um, but you uh, you bounced back quite nicely I have to say yeah they were kind of shocked, actually, <laughs> that I bounced back as quickly as I did. And I, I told them once, um, once they, uh, you know, got me going in the right direction that I would be fine. And that's kind of what happened. So here I am now. I'm a couple days excommunicated from the hospital. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm just, just trying to, you know, get a little stronger before I have to take a 10 and a half hour flight back to Hawaii. I think that- my favorite part of the entire story was I asked, like, oh, Kev, how are you doing? 
in the hospital. <laughs> oh, cool. Was that the first time or the second time? Second. I think that was the. F- was that the second time? No, no, it was the first time. It was the first time. And then you later texted me for the second time, like, "Hey, new one." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't often go to two hospitals for the and they On completely. I didn't see. Uh, you know, again, not not to not to use names or anything. I did not see a doctor in the first hospital. I saw only a nurse practitioner who completely wrote me off, who said they did tests, who the doctors in the second hospital said if they had done the tests that they claimed that they did, either they're negligent or or they, uh, you know, or or something is dreadfully wrong because <laughs> there's no way that, this was 2 days later, there's no way they could have missed a couple of these things. Good times. Yeah, so and then I survived is the point proud of you and um, with Rocky I posted it on the uh, the Instagrams I think Uh, when we did the when we had our break when I posted the uh, the recap shows first of all he tore his ACL and then uh, this past weekend he had uh, an terrible infection um, in his ears in his foot and everything like that this dog is like the iron horse essentially you could like throw him through a wall and he'd just bounce through with like no problem with a smile and now he's wearing the cone of shame which by the way, it he took us. Broke. First of all, first of all, it took him a, what a good solid three to four hours before he finally calmed down because he bounced back tremendously over the last two days. Sandwich walks through the door. He goes to, to like play with Sandwich. He runs to go get his ball. Slips, goes into a wall, and the cone breaks. So Me? now, now before yeah. before the show gets posted, yeah. I have to go to PetSmart. Yeah. To get something to wrap around so the dog doesn't claw He's his, buy his him ears. A new a new cone. Sandwich owe me twenty bucks. What? Sandwich didn't do it. No, in fairness to Sandwich, this dog has been running full tilt in the walls the entire afternoon I with say, the cone. I, I got to be honest. I'm just glad he doesn't have a concussion right now because he's, he's already cost me a pretty penny. Because we were, uh, and, and Nick and I were trying to just watch something just to, you know, just to kill time waiting for Sandwich to get here. And nothing was as entertaining as this dog with the cone on. That is true. It was sad and funny. And now it's just sad because it's just a dog and a broken cone. Surely we have a show that we should do. Surely, but you know, Surely. people wanted to. And people were well, asking well, about thank you and everything. And I so appreciate. I appreciate all of your well wishes. I'm on the mend. No, I am not completely healed. Um, but you know, I'm Getting doing there. my best. So that's why we're calling this episode episode 572 of Geeks of TNG. Kevin Rocky are still alive. I'm glad I get lumped in with the dog. <laughs> Kevin and Rocky are still alive. That's as clever as you got with the title. Big Kev Rising. I'm pretty. I'm. I'm pretty sure you were on the couch the last few hours. Just call it Typhus. Hey, where's my check? <laughs> oh, there where's we go. My check? That's it. Where's my check? Yeah, before you totally just like kick it. Okay. <laughs> and with that, Monty. Big <laughs> <laughs> so, so Kev, we have a, now we have a full prep sheet for today. Oh. I don't know how much stuff we're gonna get to. But All of it. Before we continue, before I don't we, have my iPad, so I'm I'm well, flying well, before, blind before into this Before we start, should we just just take kind of knock it out of the park? Uh, do you want to just kind of quick quickly give your thoughts on uh, Star Wars, or do you want to save that a little bit, or what do you want to do? With oh that? no, you guys talk about Star Wars when I was in the hospital. We did. Yes. Oh, uh, well, uh, then I'll just give you my two cents really quickly. It was uh, it was all it needed to be, which was better than Last Jedi. And that's all, for me, that's all it needed to be. And there were glaring, glaring holes and there were glaring problems with the movie as far as wrapping it up goes and everything else. And the universe remaining extraordinarily tiny as 
Wait, is it enough time yet? No, right? Movie two weeks, three weeks. Oh, we're going on four weeks. Are we? Oh, all right. Well, I was out for a couple of them. I'm saying sarcastically. Um, This one said sarcastically. I'm just saying. I was also defending your honor while this one was talking about like. (laughs) Talking about what? Putting you six feet under. Oh wow! Really? No. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. And what'd you think about Mandalorian? Mandalorian was excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And uh, that was. You know, that was kind of the Star Wars treat of the year. Regrettably, it wasn't Rise of Skywalker. Was there things in Rise of Skywalker to like? Absolutely, there was. Was there things in Rise of Skywalker to hate? Absolutely, there was. But the balance never equaled up to hate-wise, never equaled Last Jedi. So I was fine with it. And as far as it, it's kind of like it, it's it's almost in a way it's almost like dentistry because it's fine it's over now so we don't have to like go through it anymore yeah, kind yeah. of and was it a satisfying ending no was it you know but is it the only ending we're gonna get yes i mean they have the knights of ren which we've waited two movies for and they did absolutely squat they explain nothing about them we who the fuck are they we still don't even know who the hell they are what relation they have to kylo ren nothing so we don't know anything about those um and there's a whole bunch of red herring stuff that they did which i thought was really shitty like the whole chewbacca thing was really shitty oh I really got, I was really sh- it was bit. a really stupid awful red herring bullshit thing to do it's right out of the jj abrams playbook uh, of red herrings like the guy's the master fisherman when it comes to red herrings because that one right there was just like and who and who didn't know you know what i mean because they didn't do anything they didn't play any sad music other than her screaming chewy you know and him screaming chewy there was no moment of reflection that he's gone because he wasn't gone it was clearly obvious anyway the point is is there was things to like there were a lot more things not to like but not as many as last jedi so so there you go that's that's my review i guess all right well let's jump over to what we have currently going on oh yeah so uh we got some oscar nominations that dropped. I believe this came out Wednesday. Yes. If I remember correctly. I think you're uh, right. So I'm going to go through the list of the top, who, the movies that have the most uh, nominations. Unbelievably, Joker has 11, which we would not have guessed that. Was it 11 prior. or 12? It was 11. Uh, according to this, to, to the Washington Post, it's 11. It, it only needs to win one. This is true. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Uh, and it already won the Golden Globe, if you guys watched the yep. Golden Globe. Uh, so. The movie that you hated unconditionally once upon a time in hollywood has 10 i just don't get it the irishman has 10 1917 which i really want to see that yeah. uh, has 10 uh parasite six marriage story little women jojo rabbit all have six ford vs ferrari has four rise of skywalker has three the two popes has three and bombshells has three wow hmm. so pretty good names this dog i'm telling you is gonna be a pain in the ass this show uh, and for the best picture, we have uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Irishman, Parasite, 1917, Marriage Story, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Fo- Little Women, Ford vs. Ferrari. Uh, I'm not going to go through every single uh, category that we have here. Um, and outside of people complaining about the directors, uh, I think that this is, I mean, I'm pretty content with this list. Uh, and I'm good to watch the recap the day after the Oscars air because there's no way I'm going to be watching three to four hours. And it's not going to be nearly as entertaining as, um, oh, this fucking dog. 
What? Why are you laughing, Sandwich? Because, because he hasn't had three or four hours of this. So this is he's getting it fresh now. That, that is true. That is true. See, the thing I should also just mention that the dog has been on meds a lot lately. Uh-huh. And, and now, now he's making now, up well, for he's it. Coming, he's coming off the meds the last day and a half. Well, so he needs more meds. Up, apparently. Um, the only thing I heard people complaining about was the fact that there were no female directors for the best uh, best director. I, I'll be honest. I don't know a whole lot in terms of uh, the selection. Uh, you have Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time, uh, Bong Jun Ho for Parasite, Sam Mendes for 1917, and Todd Phillips for Joker. Um, I, I don't know who would be the, the, the top female director. I don't either. Uh, I just know that that's, that's what people are complaining about on social media. But I okay. also don't know if they're just trying to start anything from the uh, Oscars Too White from last year's at the same time. I, I don't really know. Uh, it's, but a, it's a thing. It is a thing. But if someone uh, has an idea of who could be the best female director, they can call the GVM hotline. 201-730-2547. And no sandwich is not an acceptable answer. Why not? Because you're not a director. Oh. That was your ca- that, that's your caveat right there. Okay, that's what we're going this with. This made me sad. Yeah. I could have a dream. Uh, well, let me, let, let's just say uh, Joker has a good chance of winning. Just a few few words, regardless of, you, you regardless know, of what it, it ends up being. It's an honor for it to be nominated it in is. any category. But just remember how... Just performance. Reme- I, I don't think it'll get... I honestly don't think it's going to get anything is it is it up for cinematography uh let's see i know it's the best actor let's just search joker if it's up for best cinematography it that it might do well but then 1917 i think it's gonna joaquin feet i feel like 1917 is gonna kill it uh best actor in a supporting role that's i'm just going through best cinematography joker yeah so i think I, I I think 1917 will probably get that, but I think if there's another category where they have a chance, it's cinematography, and I just I just don't think Which with 1917 fantastic. in the mix, I just don't think they're going to get it. It's performance, maybe director, but it's definitely performance. It's definitely if he, if he doesn't win, I think it would be a shame. There's been a lot of um, tweets going around on Twitter showing um, what the scenes look like when they were recording. A 1917 yeah before the special effects yeah mm-hmm. and it's like, like i'm going through it i'm like all right so it looks like they color corrected and it looks like they had some like you know more actors in the background running where like the explosions were obviously happening uh but like really in like just from that it was so intense oh, watching yeah. those really long shots yeah, yeah. they say uh, that they say that it's yeah that's why i think that if there's a chance on anything it might be cinematography for joker but i really don't think with 1917 i haven't seen it yet either i wanted to but i i opted to see rise of skywalker again rather than go see it which was a mistake um and uh uh, uh but i think with that movie floating out there i think joker is going to get swallowed up for a lot of things not for performance but for other things for sure i also didn't realize that it was sam mendez who did 1917 which is also Sam Mendes, uh, uh, amongst other things, you may recall his film American Beauty. Oh, that was him? Yeah, he directed that. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sam, would you want to do the next one? Sure. So, uh, new D&D book is coming down the pipeline, and it looks like it's the, well, it is, a critical role oh, book, basically. Well, I sure hope somebody got a mop and bucket over to OG's place. 
because I'm sure there's all sorts of bodily fluids exploding over there because of this book. Yeah, this, this is a really interesting, it's a really interesting um, notion that they have gotten together with the um, with those guys and, yeah. and are doing a source book for their their world. That's really, that's gotta be the first one since what, Eberron? Yeah, that, that's what they said, that this is the first whole like place, new place, new everything since Eberron. And right. Eberron came out like officially, I think like 02 or something like that, right? Or 04? I think it was a little further. Yeah, maybe 04. Way, way back in the when. Yeah. In D&D at least, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. So you know, this is a big. This is a big. Uh, this is a big deal. It. I think it is a big deal. I. I also think it's a big deal that it's, uh, that it's content created by, f- what are effectively fans. Yeah. Who have gone pro? I guess one might say. Um, who's I was I having this discussion with you about the whole, you know, watching it. The whole watching it. We versus had that discussion being in the car it, yeah. this morning. So, um, I mean, not to re. Not to rehash, get that dog away from me. <laughs> not to rehash, you know, that argument. But again, I'm not, I don't, I'm not really a big fan of the whole watching other people play D&D online yeah. thing um, or watching people play video games thing. I just don't understand it. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Why would you not want to do those things yourself? That said, this group has a really big following. Really following. big, yeah. and you know they they did that Kickstarter to do their little animated TV show TV show, and they got you know something like ten times whatever the number was oh, that yeah. they wanted or something. All of their stretch goals, I think, were broken w- within twenty four hours. Yeah, right. And then they, weren't they like stuck to create new stretch goals or yeah. something? They right? had to keep making up new ones yeah. as they went along. And so, <laughs> obviously, it's very popular. Obviously, uh, the the fine folks at Wizards of the Coast were like. <laughs> yeah, this is our shit. We got to capitalize on this somehow, and so this was their this was their way to capitalize. I, I will say that this has to be great for Wizards of the Coast. This is just another way for their brand to expand. I know yeah. you're not. I know you're not a big fan of the whole streaming thing, as you just mentioned. Yes, but I, I feel like again, this is just in this new age. It's just one of those things that the way mom and pop businesses need to think differently out of the box. Yeah. In this case, for Dungeons and Dragons, it's another way to kind of just help them reach new audience or to get more word of mouth going around. Um, Cause I feel like even with, um, you know, like with toy fair coming up, I'm sure there, there's going to be a little, there's some conversations about this as well. Cause this is, mm-hmm. this has been tremendously helpful to Hasbro's bottom line. Mm-hmm. I yeah. believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a thing um, kind of related, but, <laughs> Sorry, uh, the half the art in this book is coming from like just critical fans, which I think is really cool. Work. Yeah, you know the the community really for critical, and I feel like just D and D as a whole has put a lot into this book. Right, it's cool the fact that you know we as a community kind of made this because we made Critical Role so popular. Yeah, that we we made a book, you know. It, I think and it's great. I it's, mean, I, I mean, you know, I'm torn about the whole. I'm torn about it as uh, the source of it. Uh, you know, again about the streaming bit. But I mean, as far as the fact that they're actually doing something, they're doing something official. They're doing something with Wizards of the Coast. I think is just tremendous. Oh, I think absolutely. it's great for that community. I think it's great for D and D overall. It's just a, you know, it's legitimizing what they've been doing for a couple of years now, at least. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good on them. I see a set of president now. I feel like where it's like if you can do something with D and D and make it big enough, like 
you know, you, you can have too a dream. can have a book. No, but seriously, like it's like some kids can literally dream. Like, listen, if this guy can make a book and this guy can do it, you know, I so can I. You Nick, know? what's the over under that Sandwich is already working on his book? I bet, I bet the over. Yeah. No, no, no. You know what I mean. Yeah, it's gonna inspire oh, writers. I know what you mean. It's gonna inspire people. I understand. It's an inspiring Mr. thing. Mr. DM, I understand. No, nah, no, nah, that's not. I will not. In I would the not. World be able to. of the sandwich. If there was a if there was a D and D book, and it's my source material, something's gone horribly wrong because that means there's no good DMs left in the world. We must take a ship to Sandwichia. <laughs> I'd play that game across <laughs> the Sandwichiest seas, <laughs> the Sandwich Isle. I actually, I actually want now. I want you to DM a game where it's Geeks of TNG. Geeks of TNG. That that that's that. I want that to be the ultimate goal. We we should make that. We should make that like a bonus episode or something for the for Ooh. the Patreons. Well, the you know, we have a lot of stuff planned. We sure do. So, uh, you know, we're just waiting for a few things to clear up, like my location. And uh, <laughs> you know, once that does, then yeah, we'll be rolling out a whole bunch of new things. For sure. You know, while we're, while we're on a sandwich, why don't you tell the nice people what the the Patreon is about? <laughs> So, As I'm uh, holding on to Rocky, and he just farted. On me. <laughs> uh, the, the lovely people. was it a wet, chunky fart? <laughs> it was not 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 kosher. Not kosher? No. Not, oh, I'm sorry. It's not a kosher dog. <laughs> not a kosher dog. All right, so the Patreon, which uh, we're right now at Geek Stuff TNG. So go to patreon.com forward slash Geek Stuff TNG at the one dollar tier. Geekstuff.com slash. Well, I'm, I'm saying on Patreon. Did I say it wrong? Anyways, so the one dollar tier you get to take part in Discord, which uh, I've been extremely lacking in, but Monty isn't. Monty is always, you know. Hey, sandwich! Thanks the, for pointing that out. <laughs> in, in the discords and whatnot, at the three dollar tier you get the early bird special, so you'll get access to the shows about a day and a half earlier than everyone. I'm giving Will the early bird special right now. <laughs> I see your comment, Will. There's your early bird special. Which usually is about Tuesday night, I think, right, Monte? Where the uh, which would be tonight? Be later be tonight. tonight. It's gonna be later tonight because I got to go to PetSmart. <laughs> At five dollars, you get the bonus round. So uh, the bonus show that I'm gonna get back on and stop slacking off. Oh yeah. That you get. Uh, every, I'm gonna do it once I drop you off. I'm gonna go back get it up tonight. So that will be up Tuesday night because I'm saying it live so on the show. I have to do it. There. So he said it, everyone. He's gonna get it up tonight. So there you go, tonight. everybody. Out of you. It's probably and the also, first time in a while. <laughs> The two vintage episodes that come out uh, each month. I don't know which episode we're on for vintage. I I've lost track because you might have. Why are you distracted? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. Yeah, delirium (laughs) was causing me not to uh, keep up. I'm gonna sound like an asshole. I imagine a lot of spare time though. So if you wanted to, you could have. Wow. I'm just saying, he, he had time. You know, first he was like talking about your demise the last episode. Yeah, I know. Oh, you should. And now he's just like straight up just pushing you yeah, into the I grave. Was, I, was, I was near death. You you do understand. He's worrying about death, he, right? like yeah, dialysis of, was going to be a good option for him. He had a lot of spare time, I imagine. That would have been the least of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, a lot and of spare the, time. At the $10 tier, you could see uh, Kevin give me the evil eye from... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and you could see him giving the early bird special to Will. Or Rocky right now. Or Rocky, you know. (laughs) Whoever the angle best looks like. And the $40 tier, you know, you can get to advertise on the show. Although there is a discount, I think you said, right? That that is the discount right there. There is the $40. Usually because, you know, for the hour reach and everything. Rocky's giving you the stare down. I love it. Um, I think he's he's running out of steam. I think he is too, which is great. Uh, But yeah, that's the Patreon, so... There you go. I, and there's, I, there's I, actually there's there's actually more there are more things going to come within those tiers in the next 
probably within the next six months. And then the next major thing we're going to be doing, now this is probably going to take place, I would think early in or middle of the spring, middle to late spring is going to be our, our next great tell a friend promotion. Ooh, I like that. Uh, where we're going to richly reward you and encourage you to get your friends to listen to our program. And as such, uh, we will reward you handsomely uh, for proof that you're doing that. So. And, and we, you know, we are getting close to episode 600 before before you know it. Yeah. So are we? we? What episode are we at now? 572. Oh, yeah, we got plenty of time. <laughs> this year. <laughs> got like half a year. Fine. Which will be like next week with the way we're yeah, I know. With yeah. the way we plan shit. So. The way we're getting shit done. Yeah. For hey, you'll be you'll be home for that in theory. In, in theory. theory. Yeah, if you're not pushing him into a grave. Yeah, a thanks. mass grave. Yeah, you thanks should have heard so the much. horrible jokes I was saying to him before he went in the hospital. Oh, they were horrible. Oh, it was I laughed but it they was, were so crazy. Yeah, seriously. When I told you I was visibly shaking, <laughs> he's making like back to the future jokes. <laughs> Sandwich. Seriously, that's, that's, those are clever. You they're, can't say they're not they're clever. They're not clever. It's, they're just cruel. It's clever. I hope you never get the that. The CW has disease. ordered both Superman and Lois, starring Tyler Hochland Hochland and Elizabeth Tullock. Wow. And it's Walker Texas Ranger reboot with Jared Padalecki. Jared Padalecki. 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 Sure. Uh, both projects are still. Wait, in why the, do I know Jared Padalecki? Supernatural. Oh, is that who it is? That's ending oh. soon. Oh, okay. Or it ended. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't keep yeah, I'm not a big fan of uh, that. Both projects are still in the uh, script stage, uh, with the first episode set to be shot in the spring uh, for the presentation in May. So, so much for the demise of the DC, the Arrowverse, because that's clearly going to be part of it, that Superman show. No, well, Arrow's coming to an end. I know, but it's still it's still referred to as the Arrowverse. Yes, yes. You know, they don't call sure. it the WBverse. No, for sure. You know, it's called the Arrowverse. I know Arrow's coming to an end, and it looks like this is just going to take its spot. No, well, it looks. It also looks like from what I saw about, I guess, the second half of Crisis, mm -hmm. that is he going to become the Spectre? Oh, I haven't watched any of it. So oh, that's really? What I, that's what it looks like. Oh, that'd yeah. be awesome. That's what I heard. That would be great, actually, if he became Spectre. That would be pretty cool. But, I mean, I doubt it's going to go that way. Or at least it's probably not going to stay that way. That would require so. good writers at CW. Now, did you watch the old Lois and Clark um, stuff? No. Like it? We've, did we talk about that at all? Not on the air. Oh, okay. I, I'm not a fan of Superman. So all of the ancillary Superman shows that have been out, all of them, and I'll name them all for you right now, Superboy. The, in fact, there was one that I liked, and only one, and it was the George Reeves Superman TV show from the fifties. I was going to say, didn't you, you that and that and the Fleischer Superman just, cartoons? Those are the only two Superman like film. Oh, and I like Christopher Reeve, the first one. Mm -hmm. Other than that, there hasn't been a Superman anything that I've enjoyed. That includes Superboy, Smallville, Lois and Clark, mm -hmm. uh, Supergirl, uh, the Supergirl movie, uh, any of the other Christopher Reeve movies. Although the second one was okay. It wasn't great, but it was okay. Um, but, but I mean, there was, I, I, I really, I've never really been a big fan of the character. I like Superman. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, it was the Jeff Loeb, uh, the Loeb and Sale book. Superman, whatever it was, color Superman blue, Superman red. I don't remember what, which which one it was. That book was, or was it Man all for All se Seasons? All four seasons. A Man you're, for All you're Seasons. You're thinking of the like Spider Man blue, yeah, yeah. the Marvel ones, yeah, yeah, the yeah. colors. So it was Superman for All Seasons by Jeff Loeb and, and Tim Sale, Sale and Loeb. I like that book. And, and the, col the the colored ones, the Marvel ones, like those are really good too. Like all yeah. those books are really enjoyable. 
Yeah, but sticking with Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and the John Byrne reboot of the Superman legend, which I think was called Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. It was like a miniseries in the eighties where they just re they kind of updated Superman's origin, which I think has since been squashed. But um, I actually like that book too, and uh, and his participation in the Dark Knight Returns. That's literally all the <laughs> Superman stuff that I have ever liked. Um, so it's it's. What about the nineties animated show? Did you um, get that show? I liked it. Um, the end. I I posted something on Facebook. I don't know. Did it, either of you guys see this? I'm pretty I sure I posted I might this have seen the article on our Facebook about. And I had forgotten this. What a terrible ending that series. I had. don't remember at all. That and and read the article, which I think I put on our Facebook. That had a terrible. That animated series had a terrible ending. And then the next thing that they did was they did Justice League and they kind of, I think they kind of sort of maybe whitewashed a little bit how okay. the Superman series had ended. But it was horrendous. No, I, I think it was really it. bad. Oh. Um, yeah, well, anyway, that aside, I'm not a Superman fan, so I'm not really excited about this. I'm excited about it only in that it seems like the WB TV people are doing a much better job of, of keeping a DC universe alive yes. than the fucking film people are. So, I feel like the TV people somehow have more leeway to do just stupid and weirder shit than the film universe. I, I feel like if you're watching the DC TV shows, I feel like you're a little more committed to watching that kind of content. Or I feel like the films can be kind of more but they for put out everyone. So much. The thing is also they put out so much of that content in volume though at the same time. So yeah. mm-hmm. I think that also how it gets like a little bit of a, you know, bit of a push. Like, like, I think Disney is counting on that too with all the Marvel shows that are coming out and yeah. more Star Wars shows as well now. That yeah, apparently how they stack those Apparently there's two more in development now that we nobody mm-hmm. knows what they are. So. Um, so this is the this story is what probably has me the most excited uh, on today's prep sheet. Um, NBC, NBC streaming service is looking into reviving Quantum Leap. Yeah, I heard this. I no, let me just say this was one of those shows. Um, well, before Sandwich even existed, um, this is one of my favorite shows way back when. I think this was from like what ninety two to ninety six, something like that. Yeah, something like that. I think there were five seasons, maybe. I really. I just couldn't get into it. Oh my god, I love it. I know. That. I just couldn't. It was like X-Files. I just couldn't. I tried so hard mm-hmm. and I just couldn't I couldn't get into it at all. I, I mean, I don't know how they would exactly go about this. I don't know how they got to get Scott Bakula involved. Well, they have to get Scott Bakula, but what's his, isn't what's his name dead? No, uh, Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell. He's retired. He's retired. Yeah, I think he's in his 80 to 85 yeah, say, ages, he's, something he's, like that. He's got to be really. Yeah. You know, he did movies as a child with Errol Flynn. No shit. Yeah, he did. <laughs> One called Kim. And um, the story that he tells about it is that Errol Flynn tricked him into eating camel shit. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. That's the but the way the, the series ended, uh, uh, I won't spoil it for you because it's only been out for 25-ish years. Uh, yeah, don't spoil it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but way, they, they, way past the one week. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't even need to be a reboot. You, the way that show ended, you can easily just continue it if they want to go that route. So there I are. I mean, options. I think if they if they make Bacula the 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 new Dean Stockwell, yeah, and they have a new guy as the jumper. You know, I think that that would be a formula that would probably work. I think that would be the easiest way to go about it if they wanted to. But I will say this much uh, because we've talked about how there's just so many streaming aspects of things. 
for Quantum Leap, that would get me into trying NBCs. Uh, well, if, if this is the Peacock service, right? Uh, th- this is what would give me make me want to give it a shot. Well, and the other thing that may want to make you give it a shot is the fact that Seth MacFarlane just inked a huge deal with them, mm-hmm. huge, mm-hmm. which means Family Guy and American Dad and Orville maybe and some other things as well might end up might end up on that service as well. Now, for Orville alone, I would probably go. Yeah, you were a huge fan of that. Uh, I mean, who I mean, it's a great show. I mean, I think it's a really really great show. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere between Star Trek and Galaxy Quest. Which by the way, if you've not seen, I don't know that we talked about this. Did you guys see there was a trailer for a movie called Never Surrender, which is a um it's a documentary about the making of Galaxy Quest. No, oh. you have to go to YouTube and. Oh wait, see. wait! Now I I thought I saw it like in like the recommended video. Yeah, you to have to see. If you even see the trailer, you'll want to see the film. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I really liked that show. I really liked. I was surprised that he inked a deal with NBC, but he did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we'll have to wait and see how all that unfolds. That said, mm-hmm. talking about streaming services and bouncing. Mm-hmm. There are now two more, two more live action Star Trek shows. Yes. That are being developed, which will bring the total to four if they all end up on CBS streaming, whatever the fuck. It's and called. on that note, one of the other stories, uh, I don't know if this counts into your, your cluster of shows there. Will Wheaton to host Star Trek uh, Picard after show? called yeah, The Ready Room. That was not one of them. That's not one of them. Yeah. So okay. basically, Will Wheaton is going to host like the Talking Dead yep. That's the, for that's Picard. Exact, that's exactly what I yeah. saw it as. Now, how on earth they decided that they needed the, that these shows... This is not the only... This is like the third or fourth one of these now mm-hmm. where it's another show that's talking about shows. But you, see, but you know why they're doing that though, right? They're immensely cheap to put something like yeah, this together. Yeah, of course. I mean, the, the most that they're going to be paying for would be for Will Wheaton's salary, whatever his contract is, and probably the union to put together a stage and a crew to actually right. run everything. I mean, outside of that, I'm sure everything's going to be is pretty basic. It's not like they have to go crazy on special effects. Will says he did it for Fallen Skies. Will Wheaton did it for Fallen Skies? Because I watched Fallen Skies, but I never watched whatever that... A damn show was in any event. Yeah. yeah, these things are. I guess these things are really cheap, like you said, and they're they're popular because they they kind of gin up the the fan base a little bit by by you know having sort of that connection. I mean, it was so. the same reason when U.S. like why Disney would give Casada a show. My first thought was it's cheap, and well, it's more content. That's well, the only, that was my first reaction to why they would give someone like him a show. Well. Uh, which is I'm not. I, let's not go down the rabbit hole. I'm not getting down that let's rabbit not, hole. Let's not. But again, it also just comes down to it's just really, really cheap. Yeah. You know, at a time when a lot of other stuff certainly a lot is. of money. So, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy's uh, Dave Bautista is joining season two of the Apple TV show C. Yeah. Uh, and he did so by posting a picture with uh, him as Drax and Jason Momoa as Aquaman, um, with no context to it, which, which honestly is a fantastic <laughs> way to to get people's attention. Uh, it's also one of those. Shows, I haven't seen it yet. No. Yeah. Uh, I also haven't seen what was the uh, the uh, the morning show. Yeah. I, I want to watch it before for personal reasons that you guys know. Like I just kind of can't watch it at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to see. I do want to see C and the uh, 
the M Night Shyamalan uh, show, which I'm drawing a blank on. The, the, name. the C bothers me because you you have a, a, a you know these people are all blind, but they're all very interestingly dressed and have ornate jewelry and other. Mm-hmm. They're very visual. But they are blind. But you're also watching a show. Like it's like a little bit of a disconnect I, that you need to have. I know. At the same time, I, I so. get it. But it's just it's for me. That's just a glaring thing. I know it's for, not for everybody, but for me, it's glaring. Yeah. It's like, well, how the fuck do they know? But the the <laughs> M Night Shyamalan thing is, you know, it definitely has his kind of style, and I want to watch M-H-M-L-A-N. that show. Yeah. Um, the Griswolds take to the stage for Broadway a vacation musical adaptation. Um, calm down, Doug. Um, it's supposed to be beginning, I believe it's supposed to be a 2021, which is almost funny how we're kind of saying that like it's next year and not a decade or two away. Um, that, that is next year. I know, which is crazy. Like it feels like it's like this is 2020, but we don't have real in the year 2020. It's true. Um, it's supposed to be happening, uh, this, uh, the premiere at Seattle's fifth Avenue theater actually this fall. Um, and then it's going to be making various New York bound productions after that. Um, this is, I, I, it almost feels like a pop-up show uh, sort of deal, which I'm cool with. Um, and if it's something where it's, I can understand if people are in the Times Square, going to be planning on visiting Times Square during Christmas time, that Thanksgiving Christmas time. I can see this being an interesting thing to go see. Right. But, uh, you know, God knows how much money this is going to be. Go, go as much fun as niche this is going to be. Go maybe see, you know, something else. <laughs> like Wicked. Something original. Something, yeah, you know. One, Wicked, or, it's been out for, is this, this still yeah, out? But chan- oh, yeah, still going oh. on. Yeah. Um, I would say Hamilton, but the chances of getting Hamilton tickets are probably going to be much harder still maybe. than than would be for, for this uh, at the rate it's going. Um, did I ever tell you when I went to go see uh, the producers? On, I don't uh, think so. Uh, it was there, it was uh, a long time ago, had a lot of fun and everything. We're all enjoying the, the musicals. Uh, and Mel Brooks jumps on stage to sing one, like a sentence and jumps right back off. And while they're still doing the whole, the singing, the jokes and everything, everyone just stopped and looked at each other like, holy shit, was that Mel? Was that Mel? And then we went right back into the song afterwards because nobody knew. But afterwards, afterwards we knew it was him, so that was fantastic. Um, Let's see, we got one more trailer that we need to talk about. Huh? Oh, yeah. Now, you want to say, maybe we should say this for the set. Well, we do have the product. We so have product for Yeah, so let, two, let's so. talk about this. Uh, we, the Morbius trailer dropped. I think this is, what, two days ago now? Um, it was yesterday, wasn't yesterday, it? Was it yesterday? Okay, yeah. so Monday. Um, I'm a little mixed by it. And, and surprisingly... I am 100% behind it. That, I think, was the most surprising aspect. Yeah, of- I am 100% behind this. It looks good. Uh, not only does it look good, but they have firmly and without apology have tied it to the MCU. Okay. And so now, which, wait, oh, sorry, that's got to be, now that's got to be, you know, with respect, that has to be the most important piece of news to come out of this trailer. There are two absolutely 100% undeniable ties that make this movie part of the MCU. And they are, during one scene, he passes a poster of Uh, Spider-Man. Oh, it's a poster of Spider-Man that is graffitied over. It says murderer. Okay, that's what So that is clearly a reference to Far From Home. Yes. And how many weeks are away from Far From Home? So at the end of Far From Home, 
he it, basically, you know, um, uh, Mysterio has set him up to look like a murderer. Yes. So it, JJ. yeah, and it makes, you know, it makes sense that this, if this is part of that universe, that poster would exist and it would have murderer on it, which I think but, was the spot, the PlayStation Four. I don't. Uh, I don't I, think I that. Think I don't was. think that much I, matters. I, I have to look. No, no, it doesn't. Right. It just, uh, I don't aspect. think that that point of detail doesn't matter because the second thing is like if you were nailing a coffin shut, this would be like the nail gun of of coffin shutters mm -hmm. because at the end, you know, there's that little stinger that's right after the you know the credit part. Yeah. There's a little stinger and it is vulture. It's Michael Keaton going, hey. In the same Michael Morbius. In the same orange jumpsuit that he had on Correct. at the end of the first movie. Yeah. So it is clearly and 100% Vulture, and it's clearly the MCU's Vulture, and it's clearly this clearly means this movie is part of the MCU. So whatever deal they struck mm -hmm. with Marvel must include them having spider-man be in this universe so whether the next mcu appearances of spider-man which will be the the next standalone film which i think is 21 july 16th of 21 i think um and whatever there's supposed to be another they calling it a team-up movie or at least another mcu appearance for for tom holland spider-man mm -hmm. there's at least one more of those as well that must mean possibly that they're going to transition Spider-Man away from big Avengers stories into the Spider-Man universe that they are clearly creating for him because now they have referenced Morbius or more than referenced Morbius, Venom, Vulture and Scorpion, right? Mm -hmm. They're two villains shy of having Sinister Six. Two. Mm -hmm. And this assumes Morbius remains a villain because Morbius is kind of an anti-hero. He's yeah. Is anti-hero? If I have, what's right? the line? I if I, I have to suck blood, let it be the blood of the guilty or some such bullshit. You know, it's it's again, it's like I only kill bad. It's like what's his name? Uh, uh, what's his, the 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 serial killer on Showtime? Oh, I uh, Dexter. Were... Dexter. It's I like you... Dexter only kills the bad guys. Okay. But it's still you fucking killing people. Yeah, yeah. So here's where where I said sucking their blood. Uh, so um, right before, like right before those two, the graffiti, the the poster, and the uh, the uh, the very ending of the trailer. I'm like, I'm like, all right, they're going with the the horror trope here, which all right, obviously, I'm not surprised. It's a vampire movie, but I'm like, it feels like they were going through the usual routine, like the usual movie tropes when it came to a storyline like this. A uh, person is desperate to to find some kind of cure or some kind of for some blood disease for something. There's the there's the beautiful woman who says, uh, "No, I care you, about can't, you you know, yeah, you can't yeah do that. exactly." And I'm like, "All right, are we watching Jekyll and Hyde? Is this a vampire movie? What is this?" But it sounds like the same old, same old. Um, but it just I don't know if I have to see another movie or another trailer, rather. Excuse me. Um, but I'm like, I'm watching a vampire trailer tied to Spider-Man and it's not really doing it quite for me. And well, I don't know why. I, I think it's because there's a, there's a genre mixing there, which is probably uncomfortable for you because you're a horror fan. But I love horror and I love Spider-Man. Right. So this seems like a, this should seem like a, 
a dream. Yeah. Maybe maybe in your head those two things don't really collide. I mean, maybe maybe it's the yeah, I got it. Uh, maybe it's the <laughs> fact that um, been burned from Sony related films so yeah, much. Yeah. Maybe. So maybe this because because I think in the trailer and tell me if I'm wrong, it says in association with Marvel. Yes. So mm-hmm. that I think was new. They, yeah, they, I didn't say that for like. Ben so that kind of threw me off. Well, again, let's let's note what the original deal was. The original deal was, uh, Marvel put up uh, seventy five. Sony put up twenty five percent of production on the solo movies, mm-hmm. on the the solo Spider Man movies, and they took also seventy five percent of the the money. And Marvel got 25%, but Marvel did all the fucking work. Yeah. And so, as we know, the deal that went sour was Marvel went to them and said, maybe we should be at 50. It's five fucking movies. And Sony was like, go fuck yourself. Mm -hmm. And then after saying, go fuck yourself, they then said, well, you can have the 900 characters that we own, 900 characters that we own uh, for $4 billion, which is what they paid for fucking Star Wars. Which I think is a lot bigger of a property than fucking Spider-Man, with all due respect. Yeah. So. So we'll see what happens. I'm. I'm. I don't know. I think just being kind of just burnt uh, from so many kind of trailers like this or properties like this. Same thing with Ghostbusters. I, I went. I, but I went into the Ghostbusters like I'm gonna hate this. I'm gonna hate this. Uh-huh. And then I was pleasantly surprised. The new so, trailer was. I liked the new trailer. The, the Ghostbusters one. Yeah. I no, liked I thought. It. I, I thought it was fantastic. But again, I think maybe just because I got, I mean, that's, I feel like that Ghostbusters is an extreme case Yeah. where I'm, maybe I'm just trying to go in with low expectations uh, and then just kind of trying to be But you know, surprised. but you both know how I feel about this. I wanted to hate this we all trailer do. and this movie, Morbius. I wanted to hate it because you know I fucking hate Jared Leto. You know, Sandwich, I yes. fucking hate Jared Leto. <laughs> I hate Jared Leto. I'm not a fan of Morbius. I'm not really a big Spider-Man fan, although I really liked I really liked Spider-Man, the movie Tom Holland's Spider-Man in the MCU. Mm-hmm. I really liked that Spider-Man. And in fairness, I liked McGuire's first two movies, yeah. and, but none of the others. And um, <laughs> but, but I really was like, and especially after Venom, I felt was so bad. Yeah. Was so bad. I was like, oh, and now we're going to get fucking Morbius. Maybe that's and I think it looked great. I mean, and anyone sitting out there right now who had the over-under on me loving or hating Morbius probably lost money because <laughs> I there's no I would have bet against myself that I would hate this um, because I was fully prepared, fully prepared, and it just completely blew me away. I was I was my, I watched it twice in a row because I'm like I must have missed something because <laughs> this is supposed to suck and it doesn't look like it's gonna suck at all. So I'm I'm totally on board, or I'm really really much more sick. <laughs> then you're, I think see, the thing is, Kev, you're actually still in the hospital. Yeah, I know. This whole thing is a delusion. <laughs> I haven't, you know, you you laugh, but just for a brief second after I watched the Morbius trailer for the first time, I was like, I must still be delirious because it, is, is this your new Thor? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's happening, you know. Unlike at the time when they were just talking about Thor. So, I, I'm excited for. Will Morbius. said Avengers is supposed to go more cosmic, and he's a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean that's totally a legit way for them to kind of exit him from the, the from sort of the larger MCU, which I'm fine with. There you go. I'm excited uh, for this Morbius because I always like when they do more like kind of out there characters. 
Like I'm excited for Blade because he's not like a a big well known character. Yeah, they, well, they have he the is movies. Now. I know, but you know, like. But see, Blade, the, the, the general co- the general person might right. not know a lot about Blade. The general person, well, I can guarantee, knows shit about Morbius. And I think what's interesting about about Blade is that, I mean, at some point, don't he and Morbius have to meet? They have, to. yeah. So I mean, again, and Morbius is Sony Universe, uh-huh. Sony MCU, yeah. and Blade is not. Blade is Blade straight is up firmly MCU. MCU yeah. So I mean, you can't have a vampire guy running around and the vampire hunter guy running around and not have something happen there. You're gonna you're gonna see the 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 tweets and the the, the Facebook posts about people saying Disney should just buy Sony at this point. It would just make the that's the what you know. I joked about that when the whole thing was going down about Spider Man. I yeah. said, isn't there some Disney executive somewhere that's like, can we just buy Sony and then like we'll just take the shit we want from Sony and we'll cut Sony loose and let somebody else have it. Yeah. You know, like, wouldn't that work? You know, but no, they can't do that. No, they and they offered them, hey, they said $4 billion. Just lay the cash right here on the table. <laughs> you now, know, I wonder, and we'll what, go. I wonder exactly what the price tag would be. You, for you know what I'm It was $4 billion. I'm but sure it was. What would the price tag need to be for them to walk away is my point. Like, what? They walked away. No, no, no. I mean, like. You take, mean for them I to take, take, take it? Take the money and walk away. I, I, can't, I can't even imagine it would be in the billions. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine Disney going, you know what? Because eventually there's some clause in there. There has to be some clause in there that eventually it reverts to Marvel. And Sony can choose to go the Fox route and just be dicks about it mm-hmm. until there is no more Fox. Um, <laughs> or, or, you know, or they can try and at least try to play a little ball, which is what they did. Because, I mean, if you remember this, Fox was like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Oh, it looks like uh, yeah, a little Instagram issues. shit the bed. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, it's all right. Well, that's all right. We're probably due for a break, aren't I, we? I think so. So with uh, with that, Big Kev. With that, uh, Mr. Monty and Mr. Sandwich, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 572, the one we're calling... No, I that title sucks. Kevin and Rocky are still alive. That's awful. That title sucks. Kevin and Rocky are still alive. Typhus. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Hey, this is John and Michelle from the Video Game Outsiders on Riotcast. And you're listening to Game Stuff with Coke Logic. Who the fuck is that? I don't know. Ahoy, hoy, and welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. <laughs> it's 2020. Once again, a year that sounds like the future. And like all New Year's, there's not much going on until at least March. But let's give the bottom of the barrel a nice scrape for good measure. Microsoft is going around bragging that there'll be no exclusives in the first year of the Xbox Series X, which would be media spin to make it sound like that they're more consumer-friendly in putting the choice into the gamer's hands, and where they choose to play the game in the family of Xbox products. In reality, during the first year of a new console, the previous generation is completely supported, usually more so, 
as there are tens of millions of people that already own consoles in the install base. Think back to 2013 and how often we saw games getting released on both generation platforms. And this goes back to the PlayStation 2 era, where there were things like a specially developed PlayStation 1 version of Tony Hawk 3. What Microsoft means to say is they're going to support the last generation, as always, but since the Xbox One had such a rough generation, third parties aren't signing on to develop exclusive games for the Series X. Perhaps they're a bit gun-shy. Who could blame them? But it should all even out in the wash, as Microsoft seems to be making a lot of good decisions, or at least way fewer bad decisions. So far, no expensive gimmicks packed into the box, and it doesn't seem like they're going to pretend to focus on VR. Good! Get back to making solid games instead of chasing trends. The flip side to this conversation is Sony. Every console that has won the generation has blown the next. PlayStation 2 won, then Xbox 360, then PlayStation 4 won. And now, Sony has decided not to attend E3 2020. This would be the second year of cockiness in a row. This would be the second year of cockiness in a row. As last year, they did nothing. I don't even recall them doing a direct-to-YouTube thing. Did they highlight four games in a video package, or was that something else? That might have been that December holiday event thing they do. At any rate, they've grown lazy with success. Like that fat kid's shirt on the Fatboy Slim Greatest Hits album, Why Try Harder? After Microsoft revealed the name and the form factor of their new console, Sony released the JPEG of the PlayStation 5 logo. If you didn't see it, close your eyes. Okay, it's exactly what you just pictured. And maybe Sony doesn't have to be competitive. Because look at what Microsoft has been doing. All of their games and a lot of third-party titles are just being put on motherfucking Games Pass. Like $5 a month for all new games. If you have a computer, there's little need to buy a Microsoft console. And if you don't have a good computer to run games, they're working on xCloud, a service to stream games on your phone and tablets. It's not the end of consoles, but there's definitely a shift ready to happen. Maybe in five years, Sony and Microsoft will just sell the tablets you stream games on. <laughs> and finally, Final Fantasy VII Remake has been delayed one month to April 10th for Polish. Which is stupid because it's part one of a multi-part game series, so this is not the final product whatsoever. But I guess whatever it takes is the game looks like the greatest remake that's ever happened. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket Hey, this is Robert Hedges from Welcome Back, Cotter. This is Lauren Hilton Jacobs from Welcome Back, Cotter. Hey, this is Ron Palillo from Welcome Back, Cotter, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Right on, y'all. But those dreams have remained and they've turned around. To the danger zone. Uh-oh. That's staying that's stay in, in, in there right now. You're not recording. And hey, you're back. Yes, oh. I am. Hey, episode 572 I think, of Geek Stuff TNG. I think I could be wrong. Yes. I think that's West Coast Scott. No, that's, that is that is the Scott who is West Coast right there. That's West, Coast, West Scott. Coast Scott. What's hey, up? West Coast Scott, welcome back to this episode of hey, Geek West Stuff Coast, TNG. West Ep- Coast Scott, thank sorry, you. I, I, I know. That's right. No, that's all right. I'll interrupt you. By the way, the first person to ask me how you were doing? Yeah. And he contacted me as West well. Coast West Coast Scott is a true friend. This is true. So. I know if West Coast Scott was in the area, he probably would have come to visit me. I'm just saying, you know, just saying there are people who visit me in the hospital and there are people who didn't. So I'm not mentioning any names. Episode 572. Kevin Rock, you're still alive. Highway to the danger zone. There you go. <laughs> you just listened to uh, uh, Typhus. Lovely, oh, my God. The two of you are like children. Uh, you just listened to an awesome game stuff from Coke Logic there. And you also heard our lovely sponsor, Sandwich. 
You, you look like you're Sandwich is our sponsor. You're psyching, you're, you're psyching <laughs> yourself up not. for this right now. Yeah. What did you got for us? All right. You just heard a lovely little spot from our sponsor over at Build X-Wing at buildxwing.com. Home to, of course, the one and only. Stop shaking the, the table. <laughs> Me? Whoever's shaking it. It's oh. my table. <laughs> X-Wing, which is perfect for your three and three quarter uh, figures. It's a great piece for collectors and diorama guys. And guys who just like things in scale. I um I have a question. Yeah. What is the scale? It's one eighteenth. Whoa. All right. All right. He's been getting better right. at this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Which is perfect for your three and three quarter figures. Yes. Yes. Like that. Uh, it's the one and only fully realized and fully detailed X Wing on the market. It comes with many fabulous things like a place to put the bombs, working lights, R D T goes boop boop bop, and the X foils go in attack position. Fun fact: uh, Watching Star Wars as a kid, I didn't really, I didn't really pay attention to the X foils. I didn't know they came out into an attack position. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you know they paid attention to that in this product, where they actually will go out or go in, pretty awesome. You know, if you like X foils in attack position, <laughs> <laughs> we always highlight the deluxe edition here at Geek Stuff TNG, which has uh, working landing lights, static figures, uh, the little people mover. A little uh, static Luke Skywalker to go into the cockpit. What's a static figure? It's a static figure is a figure with no points of articulation. So, you know, it kind of just stands there. Uh-huh. And you could just slide it in and it'll just l- sit there. I see. Uh, we always slide recommend uh, your three and three quarter figures with points of articulation just because it looks a little better. You know? True. Yeah. Also comes with a fabulous little magazine guide, which gives you plenty of fun background and source material. And just helps you build the book as you go along. Comes with a nice little binder. So at the end, you can bind it all together. Put it next to the X-Wing, maybe, or put it on your bookshelf. And, you know, just have everything together. Now it's time for my favorite part of this spot, where I take <laughs> Kevin's uh, little bit, where you're going to go to a convention, maybe, and you're going to see a beautiful X-Wing, and you're going to say, you know, this would look really great in my collection. You know, I'm a Star Wars guy. I like, you know, having X-Wing stuff. I like Luke and all this stuff. So let me see what I got here. You walk over to that figure and you say, holy shit, I'm not going to get that because that's a lot of money. What this is, this is an affordable way to have a fabulous piece sit in your man cave and just enjoy it. You're going to get it piece by piece each month and building it and just seeing it come to life is going to be something you're going to enjoy and love and cherish, you know. Not like a kid, but you know you're really gonna enjoy the fact that you did it. It's gonna you're gonna feel accomplished. Makes your heart happy. So if you can get them on the web on their website at buildxwing.com, but if you want to reach them on the telephone, they're at eight seven seven five four four six seven seven nine. That was very well done. That was your best one yet for sure. I think we should we should just. I think save it's that. fear. Because <laughs> I'm in the room now. So now you know, you know you're definitely hallucinating in a hospital bed. Right you know it's now. hysterical when you see the video, uh, which which Monty will post to uh, various places. When you see the video, you'll see that that he's talking smack about me before he knows that I'm standing there. Oh, <laughs> so oh my friend! Surprise, I loaded up my friend Rachel, who is the one who helped me set it up. I loaded which, her by up. By the way, she. Did and oh, we got to take a she second did. for the setup. Oh there. yeah, because she just she set you up. She oh, just yeah. it was t ball and she put the ball she on the stick and I knocked bam. him through the roof. And the look of just utter shock and surprise. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. well, like I am imagining Kevin sending me to get like uh like something kind of inconsequential. I, not not to say anything bad, but you know what I mean. Like I, I have sent sandwich to get many things. So I'm imagining it's like a pop figure or something that got sent to Rachel's. <laughs> like something kind of like yeah. inconsequential right. that I got sent here for no, not no reason, but you know what I right. mean? 
that you left something. <laughs> so I'm expecting her to bring me a package. And then you're like, oh, really? And you just appear behind her. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, post post the video to Discord and each of us have it. So we'll, we'll post them each online and everything. Because it is def- it is a, a It is a really game. funny. It's like it a is. minute. It's absolutely worth it. Yeah. Uh, so Big Kev, you did bring. Um, yeah. You did from after you stopped by the hospital, you decided to uh, bring a little something to Studio M. I did. Yeah. I, I actually got this. Uh, while I was here, which is great, and uh, I do have sandwich to thank for going to fetch it. Um, and this is from, I'm going to say this right out of the gate. This is this is uh, provided to us from our friends over at Tenacious Toys, Benny over at Tenacious Toys, TenaciousToys.com. Now, listen, we talk about a lot of the sites. We talk about a lot of uh, uh, toy know, suppliers, toy suppliers, and and sites like and things. Uh, they, there is a number, a number of these cats out there who are, they do all kinds of different, uh, uh, toy sites and everything else. I have to tell you, and this is the truth. Tenacious toys is one of the broadest spectrums of product. They do everything from action figures to designer toys, to resin, to Sofubi, which is kind of that soft Japanese vinyl. They have quite the selection quite the selection so you should go over to tenaciousToys.com and check it out and you uh you too can see what we're talking about um, uh, just just to add on what you're saying even when yeah. he was doing the spot i was looking at their website uh, i highly recommend everyone under the shop column to look at the exclusives that oh they yeah have over there and just fantastic stuff they even have a vinyl figure that kind of looks like rocky um, for that matter, so just but like a total broad spectrum of, of items here um, that piqued already my interest. The you know the first few seconds I clicked on it, so definitely definitely worth a look. And what they've sent us is uh, they they sent us the Joker Calavera seven point eight vinyl <laughs> figure by Jose Pulido and Unruly Industries. So this is now um, now we have it here. I'm going to hold it up so people can see. I've I've left it in the 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 plastic here, but you should be able to get an idea. Of what oh yeah. I'm talking about there. So that's what we're talking about. So if you think of it, if you if you follow sort of, um, uh, sort of uh, Hispanic Mexican kind of artwork, which is which is what this reminds me of. Um, there's a whole. This is a whole sort of like Mexican sort of movement. They Hispanic Mexican. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And. Um, Jose uh, Polito, who is a name you may have heard of before because he's a fairly well-known artist, um, he has designed a number of DC characters sort of in this wow. uh, in this uh, style. Are you looking at them now? I'm looking at the three of them. So uh, besides the Joker, Batman, and also Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, and also, at least with the Joker, uh, limited to 750 pieces. Yes. So... Uh, and, and of course, all of them currently available over at um, TenaciousToys.com. So you definitely want to go. You can go right away and check them out over there. And if they pique your interest, by all means, get on that and order them. These are really sharp pieces, right? man. They have the wonderful. Now, I have the box art here as well. So I'm going to show you that. All right. So it's really, really a great piece. But it looks like everybody has had a hand in making this. Unruly Industries. Uh, DC. Uh, just so many things. Uh, I'm trying to look at the bottom of the. Uh, now, is it a bobblehead? It's a little hard for me to tell from this I don't angle. Think it's a, I don't think it's a bobblehead. Oh, that's I just not a think, spring on the back. No, I just think it has a. 
Well, I guess there's one way to find out, isn't there? Yeah, don't let the scotch tape. I don't think it is. It, it looked like it from the angle I was just looking so, at. It may not be. I think it just has a like a bony neck. Oh, like a really thin. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no. It's definitely a bony neck, not okay. a bobblehead. No. Yeah. Okay. Like oh, that was the that, those were the uh, those were that was the um, the spine. That's a great piece. Yeah, that was a spine that it made the the lines of the spine look like it was a spring. Yeah, and it and it really, I mean, that is a really stylized looking piece. So you know, there there's a lot of I think there's not a lot of I should say there's not a lot of sort of uh, other sort of. Uh, I don't know what the right word is. Uh, styles, sort of, uh, like a, like, styles. A, like a like a ethnic, specialty. but like an ethnic, yeah. An ethnic it was specialty. like an ethnic styling of characters that we're familiar with, uh -huh. mm -hmm. and I think that this is a really great example of what can be done with you know with that sort of thing. This is definitely that style. This is definitely, uh, uh, and not only is it that style, but it's a really great sort of example of that style. And the Batman and the Harley Quinn as well, you can check out over at Tenacious Toys. Yep, they got them all there that you can purchase. Th dot com, yeah. In fact, uh, Benny told me that um, he's got a whole bunch of stuff from uh, from Unruly, I think, over there. So uh, you definitely want to go over and check that out. Now, is there a, now what's the retail, we got a retail price on this? It is on the, the uh, 150 Yep. This one's one fifty. Are they all? Are they all relatively the same? They price? all. Yeah. They all currently list for one fifty right. on the website. All the ones in that style. It looks like uh, at least some. Eh, they they look like they max out about one fifty. I don't see anything at least where I'm looking now that is topping one fifty. You know, a couple right. seventy five, eighty, mm -hmm. one twenty pieces. Um, and what's great, and what's great about uh, what's great about a piece like this, and and a site like Tenacious Toys is that Tenacious Toys will carry this, but maybe other sites will not carry something as kind of a little off-center off as this is, past. right? And so that's another great reason to have, you know, you know you have your list of sites where you look for things? Add Tenacious Toys. Because when you're looking for something that's a little bit outside of the box, ten, or even inside the box, because <laughs> they do have sort of, uh, you know, they have really unique things they over there quite as the well. Variety. Yeah, they really quite do. The variety for sure. And uh, and so we want to thank them for uh, being able to uh, talk about Jose Polito's the Joker Calavera. I'm yep. not sure what Calavera means. You know, it's worth pointing out for the fact that this is licensed. This is toy. yeah. This is an absolutely licensed piece. Yeah. So um, it it and it's great to see that um, this sort of art toy styling is being you know kind of done by uh by licensees if you will mm -hmm. and um uh, you know i think this is in the vein of that whole movement that dc has been experimenting with called the artist alley movement where they're having a bunch of artists like chris uminga friend of this program chris uminga great work Great work. Great, great work. Great work. Yeah. And they've done a number of figures based on him, uh, on his uh, style and some other uh, styles as well. Who's the one? There's one that I'm thinking of. He was right around the corner from us at New York Comic Con. And I cannot remember his uh, name. Oh, he's the one where I bought the, I, the work I bought? Was it? When a, I bought the it? Captain America, the Ninja Turtles? Was it a long, thin? No, that was the other person that I bought the Evil Dead poster. Yeah, yeah. Of. I cannot remember. Who I'm drawing a blank. 
but yeah. I have it upstairs but, right now. <laughs> yeah, but that's where. Uh, um, but 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 it's guys like that who who you know you've seen for years in Artist Alley, and they yeah. do wonderful work, and and they're starting to get recognized. And I think I think Jose Polito's take uh, on 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 what I imagine is his heritage, um, and applying that to sort of these uh, these great characters, I just think is a great idea. So oh. Will says Calavera is a representation of a skull, especially Mexican. Oh, well, there you go. Well, then it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? So thank you, Will, for that tidbit of information. Um, And yeah, so again, check it out over at TenaciousToys.com. It's the Joker Calavera uh, from DC and Unruly Industries uh, designed by Jose Polito. Um, You can check out uh, what I believe is the whole line, or at least the current line, um, as well as some other unruly products, as well as some products from other people that you may not have heard of but may fall instantly in love with. So definitely check those out. Yeah, and also kind of reminds me to, uh, not to sidetrack, but to also kind of uh, keep an eye out for Five Points, which feels like it's going to be here sooner rather than later. I feel like it's like kind of right when springtime kind of hits, but just to kind of put it on people's radar. Okay, let's not not rub it in because... From the sound of it, I don't think I'm making that one either. So. All right. Well, it doesn't matter. Saying. It doesn't matter. You're in the hospital I'm bed right saying. now. You're really just messing around with your IV. I'm not. You're just I'm mess- here. You're, you just, en- you're just messing around with an IV bag Listen, right now. You, you enjoyed time. the Morbius trailer. You don't know what's real anymore. Okay. <laughs> nothing makes sense. Yes, right. <laughs> because I enjoyed the Morbius trailer, nothing makes sense. Exactly. <laughs> you, know, you know what I like about that Joker piece? God, you and are just- sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's because like, it's so just... Like we were saying before, like off. Like it's not something you'll find normally. No one's gonna put out like these like kind of weird. Not, I'm gonna say a word and right. not you mean it in the way I'm saying it. Ugly. Now when I say ugly, I mean it looks different than what you're gonna find. So ugly's not the right word, then. No, Sandwich. what I'm saying is this is not something that you would find at like a normal. Pl- this is something very specialized. Niche. Niche. Oh, that's good. That's a specific. That's hey, good. Baker, did I tell you how he was making fun of my girlfriend on the way to the hospital? Anyways, so we're talking about this piece. <laughs> he, you did, did he call her niche? <laughs> no, he was actually much ruder than that. Wow. He made her very upset actually when I told her about wow. it. Wow. You were just batting a million. There you go. My mouth gets me in trouble. Awesome. Yeah. But good news for you. I'm I'm hearing the wrap up music. Oh right yeah, the, the, I don't hear it. It's because it, I don't have headphones. It's on? because you don't have headphones on right now. That's the only reason. I, uh, I think your dog's satellite is jamming my signal. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite, it's quite possible. Boop, but boop, fun fact, boop, you can catch boop, us. Boop, boop. Sorry, <laughs> you can catch us over at geekstuff. Excuse me, patreon.com slash geekstufftng over at our Patreon. You can catch us over at Instagram at geekstufftng over at the Twitters. Oh yeah! Also can you catch Can you catch us over at Instagram? I posted something. Do, on do we post? He posted like four stuff? things. He's doing good. Four yeah. things. Yeah. I'm up good. to like ten a day. No, you're not. On Facebook, well, I'm not. You go look. I will, sir. It's at least four or five a day. We're doing decent on Twitter, uh, and we are going to have a new fancy new uh, new website Ooh, soon. very soon that is very in the soon. works. Uh, you can catch me uh, at Monty's Mayhem. M O N T E S M A Y H E M. On Twitter, on Instagram, Snapchat, and on YouTube. I'm trying to post some more videos and everything like that uh, over there. Oh, yeah. and also just worth pointing out, uh, before I forget, we are going to be doing a special episode on February 1st uh, over at my store. I work at Gotham Comics. It's our third year uh, uh, anniversary of the store oh. opening up. Oh. So we're going to do a little something special that day. So if you happen to be in the Caldwell, New Jersey area, uh, be nice to stop by, Sandwich. Um, Big Kev, your information. 
Uh, you can catch me at, um, I don't know, uh, Xbox eventually, uh, where myself and Cousin Dave and Uncle E-Rock and uh, J-Ham and uh, with sometimes special guest Sandwich are trying to bring law and order to a orderless west on Red Dead Redemption 2. That's Big Kev GS on the Xbox Network. Uh, and I think I'm geeks, um, BK geek stuff everywhere else. Yeah, You should think. know that. Uh, I should know that, but I am not, as we discussed at the opening, <laughs> the social media darling. This is so. true. Sandwich. I do the Facebook. That's mine. You can find me on Instagram and, X- and the Xbox One Network at Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T... D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. Really? Can they yeah. find you on, on Xbox? Can they? Can they find you there? Yeah, I've been playing Call of Duty. Yeah, fuck you and Call of Duty. And with that, Big Kev. With that, Mr. Monty, Mr. Sandwich, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG to a close. The way we end some episodes by saying... Good night, OG. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. Trouble.